Good afternoon. Sorry. Good afternoon. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. Gonna just finish making sure everybody's able to join us live. And I'm going to start off saying this. I need your help. As the year has gone on, I've realized uh, I'm not going to be able to make it all the way to the book of Philippians. I, I bit off more than I could chew. I thought I had paced myself out. But as I've been wrestling over the calendar, there are times where uh, there's presbyteries that come up and extra reading that happens and uh, family members who come in, we have to pick them up. Just things like yesterday it was normally Monday's my day off, but I like coming in here and doing coffee and devotion still, but some Mondays I just can't. Uh, so what's happened is I'm behind <laughs> and I need your help. I really have a couple options. Uh, either we can shrink the amount of time and get to the book of Philippians. Even while I'm on vacation, there's going to be a short amount of time there that I'm not going to be able to do coffee and devotions while uh, we are on the road on vacation in November, end of November, December time frame. Uh, and so I need your help. Right? We got two options. Uh, please, please answer down in the comments. I really need your help deciding this. Either option number one, we can just speed things up and we can move through entire chapters, sometimes a chapter and a half to try to get through all of the book of Acts to the book of Philemon, or we can slow it down and uh, continue kind of at the pace we've been going and then just maybe next year pick up from Philemon onwards. Uh, let me know, please. I need your help down in the comments. Uh, I'm going to make this decision by tomorrow morning because I need to figure out what I'm doing tomorrow. So today we're going to be in Colossians chapter 1, verses eight, 1 through 8. Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. And whoever I hear back from in the morning, I'm just going to take it from you all. Would you rather go more quickly, or would you rather stay at a slow, steady pace and work our way through? Let me know down in the comments. Send me a text message. Shoot me an email. I need to know by tomorrow morning when I come in here to do coffee and devotions, what do we want to do? I don't if we want to get to the book of Philemon, I'm going to have to speed it up or we can slow it down or we can stay at the same pace or even slow it down and just maybe get through something like Second Thessalonians uh, and then pick up in the pastoral epistles in 2023. I don't know. Let me know down in the comments. I, I want to do coffee and devotions. That's most helpful to you. And so I'm torn either way here. I don't want to push through with a goal to only lose people and not actually be having our souls fed. Well, with that being said, let's have some coffee, let's pray, and we'll get into God's Word. Father, we thank you so much for this day. What a blessing it is to get to read your Word. What a blessing it is to get to come before you, to sit at your feet. Lord, we pray that you would teach us. We pray that you would watch over us. Father, we need your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Here we are. We're at Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Please let me know down in the comments how you want to go for later. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are in Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all the saints, because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, 
of which you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which has come to you, as it has also in all the world, and is bringing forth fruits, as it also as it is also among you since the day you heard and knew the grace of God in truth. As you also learned from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, who also declared to us your love in the Spirit. Well, we need to ask ourselves, A, what's this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this? And C, what are we called to do in response to these words? So first, A, what's this about? Well, Paul is writing to the church in Colossae. This is in modern-day Turkey, further towards the the coast on the west. It is inland from Ephesus, and here we meet our friend Epaphras. Right, so there's there's some familiar names here. We know Paul, we know Timothy, and now we have Epaphras in the book of Philippians. Uh, his name, the longer form of it, Epaphroditus, was named, uh, and so. This is the area of Phrygia, and we talked about that in the book of, of Acts, where Paul went on his missionary journeys there. And so he's telling them his apostolic introduction to start with, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are in Colossae. So at one time, 500 BC to 200 BC, a pretty prominent city in Asia Minor uh, that uh, Roman province of Asia Minor. Uh, once Laodicea was made, it decreased in its importance, but uh, as actually one uh, archaeological journal was saying, uh, uh, the colossal city wasn't actually so colossal. Uh, by the time of the New Testament, it's, it's a normal town. Still got some trade. It's still along a, a major route, but uh, not so much uh, prominent anymore. And what does he say? Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, right? This is how he opens this letter. There's grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is how they are addressed. This is how they have a relationship with one another. This is how they have a both vertical and horizontal connection. And so he says to them, his prayer, we also, we give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ praying always for you. And so he, now he's going to say why he prays for them. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of your love for all the saints. <laughs> what an encouraging letter to start to, to receive to start off with, isn't it? We've heard about how much you love people. And so we thank God for it. We heard of your faith in Christ Jesus. Right? Why did they love people? Because they have faith in Christ Jesus. And why are both of those true? Verse 5, because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which you heard before in the word of truth of the gospel. They have this sure hope in the things yet to come, that in heaven they have eternal life, a king who rules the universe, which has come to you as it is also in all the world and is bringing forth fruit. Right, The fruit of of the gospel is being seen all over the world. Everybody all over the Roman Empire is starting to learn about Jesus Christ, that from all the way in the backwoods of Jerusalem, now into even Colossae, Phrygia, Ephesus, it's it's moving out. It's going all throughout the world. 
and it's bearing fruit. People are repenting of sins, turning to Jesus Christ, worshiping the one true living God. And he says, as it is also among you since the day you heard and knew the grace of God in truth. The good fruit is being born in their lives because they heard the grace of God in truth. And their lives are being changed. They're loving others. And as you also learn from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf. It's this Epaphras who's shared the gospel with so many in Colossae. Epaphroditus has shared the glories of Jesus Christ and of his kingdom with people in Colossae. And he says, and he's come to us. And he's told us about your love. That's what verse 8 says. Who also declared to us your love in the Spirit. Paul says, I'm thanking God. I'm thanking God because you believed the gospel. I'm thanking God because you have hope that's in heaven. I'm thanking God that you don't just have a faith that dies, but you have a faith that is bearing fruit. This is putting us right back to Jesus' parable right there. They're bearing fruit. 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold, they're loving one another. They're, they're loving God. And he says, I, I got to thank God for you, <laughs> right? When I remember what's going on there, I am thankful to God for what's going on there. Well, what's the best verse to summarize this section, this Thanksgiving? Oh, I would underline uh, probably verse 2. To the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are in Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, this, this is hard, right? How do you underline uh, this, what looks like in the, right, mine's a uh, New King James Version. This looks like a paragraph, but in all reality, verses three through eight is one sentence. <laughs> how, do you, how do you split up a sentence to the best part of it? Well, I'd probably say verse three, because that's where he's actually saying what he's doing. He's giving thanks. And then I might say, uh, verse six, seven, and eight. I don't. How do you underline? How do you break up one sentence into the best part? He's giving thanks to them because of their love for God and their love for others. The fruit they're bearing in keeping with repentance. Well, see, calling. What are we called to do in response to this? You are saints if you believe in Jesus Christ. You are consecrated ones. You are holy ones of God. He's declared this. He's made you that way. He's given you his spirit to cry out, Abba, Father, you're one of his own. And so if you have faith in Jesus Christ, the apostolic greeting to you is grace and peace. Grace. The unmerited favor of God. Peace. That surpasses all understanding because we're in Christ Jesus and Christ is in us. And we're to give thanks. Give thanks for what God has done in your heart. Give thanks for what God is doing in your life. I want you to give thanks for the good things that God is doing in your local church. I'm amazed by the stuff that he's doing here in our church. Yeah, we got problems. Every church has got problems. Paul's going to talk about some of the problems in in Colossae, but he gives thanks for them. They're believing the gospel. That's a miracle of God. They're loving God. They're loving each other. Some of them got some issues, and he's going to try to correct some of those issues. 
But there's much to give thanks for. When you hear about something going well at another church, do you give thanks? I'm about to go to our Presbytery meeting here this week, and as I think about this Presbytery meeting, reading through all these different reports about what God is doing in churches throughout the Midwest, I'm just thinking, Lord, you're still building your kingdom. (laughs) Thank you, God, for what you're doing in the different churches. Do you give thanks that the kingdom is advancing? Do you give thanks for what God is doing in your church? I don't care how small your church is. If you have one person who believes and there's a second person who joins them and you got a third person there and the three of you are worshiping God alone together, are you giving thanks that God's done three miracles in your midst, saving your heart and saving your two friends' lives? Give thanks to God for the miracle that he would save anyone and give us his grace and peace. May we never become tired of thanking him for the salvation he has given us and the salvation he's given others. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the work that you have done in our lives. Thank you for showing us grace and peace in Jesus Christ. Thank you that you have done a miracle in our hearts, taking us out of the kingdom of darkness and transferring us into your marvelous kingdom of light. Lord, we thank you that you are not done working and your gospel is going all throughout the world and you're saving people. Lord, you're amazing. Thank you for all you have done and all you are doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, please let me know down in the comments how you would like to proceed forward from here, whether you would like to slow slow things down or speed things up. Do you want to get through Philemon or do you want to slow things down? Just let me know. Uh, But for now, may the grace and peace of Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural Southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.